Hey everyone, welcome back to the At the Coffee Table podcast. I'm your host, Jason Clank, and this is episode 80, 8-0, which floors me because I can't believe I've done 80 of these. Uh, and I say that every time I hit like a 10, but it still floors me. Anyways, today I am joined by Matt Blanchard, and Matt I heard on the Real Business Owners podcast, and his story is just amazing and i was kind of awestruck and if you think you are handling difficult things in your life you have to hear this story so matt thank you for joining me tonight i really appreciate you taking the time to jump on uh the podcast my my pleasure jason thanks for having me on and, and congratulations on your 80th episode 80 yeah it's uh it's funny i i started this in in the middle of the pandemic and that was probably the only reason I started because I had a lot of extra time and I started the podcast thinking, well, we'll give it a few episodes and see what happens. And, you know, here we are 80. and come to come to mention in the early, like within, what was it? 10 or 15 episodes I had Trevor on. Yeah. Oh, um, I had, yeah. It was such a great conversation and, and like made my year because I got, I got <laughs> Trevor on the show. So yeah. Yeah. He's um, a big deal, man. Even down here in, in uh, St. George, he's, I mean, self-made, gone from, I didn't know that he and I shared the addiction uh, together and that he battled yeah. addiction and, and has overcome and, and, and yeah. continues to battle. But yeah, Trevor's a badass. I love him. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of cool to hear you guys, because yeah, you already had the relationship with Cal. Yeah. And then to listen to you and Trevor kind of click on, on that podcast episode was was really cool. Dude, it's weird how, you know, you, you, some people, you just like, wow, where have you been? You know, yeah, yeah. finally, we finally connect and then, and then others is just a grind to grind to grind. But yeah, yeah Trevor's a stud. Kale, I've known Yar boys forever. So yeah. good people, man. Good people. Awesome. So Matt is located in St. George, Utah. And uh, I guess we'll go back in time. We'll get in the time capsule and go back in time and right. uh, talk about how, um, you know, as, as a young man, uh, I believe you were in your twenties, you, you, things were going well. You had your own electrician's business. You were making money. You, you were be, having some successes. You had a big crew of, of yeah. people working for you. Yeah. 26 employees and a, a division at the, the North part of the state and then another division down at the Southern end of the state. And boy, the joke was with my brothers that if I dropped my toast, it would always land butter side up. So <laughs> Nice. They still joke about it today, but I think you know you yeah. you uh, you have a lot of influence on which way that toast lands. So. Absolutely. Now you know you you were you were talking about how you, it was just there really wasn't much thought into you know anything other than the successes you were having, and then you know you have one one incident that that kind of changes all that all that around. Why don't you just kind of describe how that all transpired? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, growing up to, to get to the point where I would start making decisions, decisions based on my past, I would like going back and going cliff jumping. I was the guy that would cliff jump first and hope that the water was deep enough or doing handstands or not handstands, but standing up on my Harley going down the highway. And every time I cheated death, it almost gave me this false sense of invincibility. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. so, the, you know, throughout my life, I, I got away with a lot. I did. I, 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 shot, mm -hmm. I probably should have ended up in a wheelchair a lot sooner than I did, but yeah. she did death quite a few times. And uh, now, 
it's been a good it's been a good thing that's been a blessing it, it really i can say that now but <laughs> yeah it, you know and, it, and a lot of people may be looking looking at you and sitting in a wheelchair and listening to you say it's a blessing and go what are you crazy Dude, best thing that's ever happened. Dude, I get front row parking everywhere I go, man. Best thing that's ever happened to me. No mind uh, there you go. Disneyland, it's all worth but, it. Yep, just roll right up. That's, that's, right. Uh, that's phenomenal. Um, and, you know, it's it's interesting when you hear people that they've had challenges and then they you know had some successes and it kind of, kind of goes back and forth. Like one of the stories I was, when you had said that, I was thinking of, and not that it has to do with, with your situation, but um, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah went from playing major league baseball was at the height of his career gets caught up in a scandal. His whole career collapses. He gets suspended. And I watched an interview with him where he said, getting suspended was the best thing that ever happened to me Wow! because it forced me to get my shit together. Dude. And how often are we forced into and, something right. to get our shit together? And, and thank God I, I was, because I really, to be honest, I was on a very destructive path. I was making way too much money. And it was right. way too easy back then in, in the old, what, oh five, oh six, you know, being an electrical contractor, things were just booming here yeah. in Utah. And so driving back and forth from each end of the state, I'll tell you what, I got, I got hung up in, in the snow and mm-hmm. one of my employees was with me. I, I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh. So hurry across town, pick up one of my employees, a punk kid, 19 years old. <laughs> And we're heading up to the to the hospital to do a fire alarm job. And, and so he jumps in my brand new Dodge truck. And I remember him shaking the rain off of himself. And now I'm like, I think I had three, four miles on the truck, something like that. Oh, and that's watermarks all over the, the dash and stereo. And, and I remember looking over and pissed. I'm like, bro, don't do that. And he's yeah, like, right. Matt, put your seatbelt on. Just like that. Points at me. Put your seatbelt on. And I'm not the kind of guy that likes being told what to do. I don't know, Jason, I don't know about you, but um, so I'm like, Brett, listen, don't tell me what to do. And we jumped on the freeway heading up uh, and rain turned to snow. Mm-hmm. Down in southern Utah, it's so warm down here. We get snow geez, once every five or six years, maybe. Okay. And right then he turns to me for a second time. He clicks his seatbelt yep. and says, Matt, put your seatbelt on. And we actually get in an argument. And I'm like, look, Brett, I'm 30 years old. You're 19. I'm your boss. I just run the St. George Marathon. Um, six foot two, 215 pounds. Like, mm-hmm. what could hurt me? Right. I remember right. thinking this. Right. And uh, I'm like, bro, don't tell me what to do. So further up the canyon we go, and I'm following a semi truck, and I'm just focused on his tail lights. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a conversation, that internal dialogue, where, yo, Matt, put your seatbelt on, and the other guy. But if you do, Brett wins. Like, right. how uh, is that, right? Brett right. wins. Like, there's a win-lose in this. But um, yep. at the, uh, we, it got so bad, whiteout conditions, couldn't see where I-15 started or ended. And this semi-truck gets off of I-15. And right then, Brett turned to me for the third time. And he's like, Matt, please, put your belt on. And for the third time, I said no. Uh. So I crossed through that semi-truck's tracks, and now I can't make out where, where the highway starts or ends, and I lose control of the back of my truck mm-hmm. and start fishtailing, and I get completely sideways, and the, the, my truck goes down in between the median, between north and southbound traffic. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it did that, that my, the front tires caught that wet, fresh dirt, yep. and it's so true. Any, everything slows down, 
Yeah. And I remember thinking, holy shit, we're going to roll. And sure enough, man, we didn't roll. We got launched. We did. We got launched into the air. Ugh. So, yeah, the, the, the truck came down on the uh, driver's side cab, ripped my hands from the steer steering wheel. Mm -hmm. Now it's throwing me throughout the cab everywhere. And uh, in all, we rolled three and a quarter times. And when the truck stopped rolling, it, it was it was I was dark. I was confused. And what had happened is my back had gone into the steering wheel. And it had snapped myself right into, Ugh. and my hips were covering my face. So, so picture me laying on the the passenger door now, and Brett's buckled in right here, and I remember reaching up over my head and grabbing my knees and pulling it back down, the pulling me back to the floorboards. Now I'm sitting on Brett's lap, and I knew immediately. I was, I was just like, Brett, I'm paralyzed, man. So. You know, and and going back to what you said with like the snow conditions, like where I am in, in central New York, we got the big lake north of us. There's just pounds of us all winter with snow. And I can remember many a times driving up the highway behind a tractor trailer and just praying that they didn't go off the road because you couldn't see the road. Right. So, and I, so I can sympathize with what, kind of what the conditions were. Um, but it's amazing how, you, you know, Brett's telling you three different times, man, you got, and it's almost like, it's almost like the universe was talking to you, dude, you got to, something bad's going to happen. You need to buckle up. Right. Right. And, and just protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, I, I, I spent 25 years in the fire service and thank I've been, to, service, bro. Th you're welcome. Thank you. Um, and you know, I've been to all kinds of crashes, all kinds of things, you know, people putting their cars underneath tractor trailers in the back of the tractor trailers right here, yeah, rolling yeah. them this way, end over end, um, getting crushed by, by um, tractor trailers. And not never once were any of those scenes all that easy. And I, you know, I can only imagine, you know, or, or maybe I can't, but I'll, you know, I'll try to imagine just the fact that you had to pull, pull the bottom of half of you unsandwiched, just yeah. so you can get your legs out of your face. Bro, bro, brutal. And and to know immediately that you're paralyzed. Like yeah. my phone was my phone was vibrating in my pocket. Yeah. And I could hear the vibration, but right. I couldn't feel it vibrating. And um yeah, it took emergency crews a little over two hours to drive twenty-two miles uh to get to Brett and I and use the jaws of life, cut us out of the truck. Oh. And life like me up to uh, Salt Lake back then down here in uh, St. George that we weren't a trauma one. So we couldn't say right. life like me to Salt Lake. Yep. And we're right near Vegas too. So I had my choice, but grew up in Salt Lake. So, Hey, let's go up there. Yeah. And, and you're conscious the whole time, the whole time. God, no, no pain though. No pain. Zero laying on that door is weird. The uh, highway patrolman watched the whole thing happen. Yeah. And so he was over to us immediately yeah. and he, he climbed up on the top of the, the truck. Now he's, he's on the driver's door and hands a C collar into Brett and yep. Brett puts a C collar on me. And I tell him, look, I, I can't feel my legs. And so he look, we're going to take you out the windshield. We're going to get you guys out of this truck. Yeah. So he pops out the windshield and all the cold air and the, the snow is all coming in and we're freezing. I remember being so damn cold. Wow. Uh. And uh, I was on such an odd angle, like, it, you know, to get up and out the, the windshield, if I had suffered a spinal cord injury, it was going to do more damage. So sure. he put blankets on us and, 
and we waited for them to be able to come down and cut us out of that truck. Wow. So they get you out of the truck. They get you in a helicopter. You're not, you're not feeling anything besides the cold. Right. It's just, it floors me. Um, so you get to the hospital and, and I think this is part of the story where you, you really kind of realized the severity yeah. of what, what had happened. My, my dad was there and they laid me on this um, stainless steel table. Uh-huh. And my dad's the way he tells it is he came over, I'm laying there on this slab of metal yeah. and he touched them the, and it was so cold. And then he grabbed onto my leg. He wanted to put blankets over me and my, my legs were about the same temperature as the uh, table. And I had no idea, none whatsoever. Oh, and I remember thinking, Hey, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're good. I was, I was the athlete in the family. Well, still am. Dude, I do everything from a, a wheelchair. Yeah, you tell my brothers too. I will kick their butts. But uh, <laughs> I, I just thought, you know what? This is not. A, this is just a bump in the road. We're gonna be good. Yeah. And uh, come to find out, it wasn't. It wasn't gonna be all good. It'd be a little bit more permanent than you thought. Yeah, a, a whole lot more permanent. It's interesting you say that too. I still have the. Let's see. It's been 16 years, and mm-hmm. I still have the blue handicap uh, lanyard that hangs on the rear view. Because a license plate is too permanent, bro. It's just, isn't that kind of weird to wrap your head around? Yeah. If, if I accept that to get a license plate that has the handicap thing on it, that's just too permanent. Because this is still, in my mind, a temporary thing. That's amazing. Um, so, you know, you're, you're laying there. The doctors, I'm, I'm assuming, are in and out. Nurses yeah. are in and out. You know, they're doing all their, they're using you as a human pin cushion. And Dude. <laughs> so I'm laying there in ICU and um, everyone had finally left. And yeah. uh, I remember just wanting to sit up. All I wanted to do was sit up. And yeah. so I looked at my right hand and I had, you know, the electrodes and tubes, yeah. and wire, everything coming out of my, my right arm. Kind of like I do today, holy cow! But uh, then, but my left arm, everything's good, everything's straight. So I reached down and grabbed my quad to help pull myself up, and I couldn't feel the touch of my own hand. Oh. And that's the first time, right there, I, I started crying, and I was like, "Wow, I, I can't feel my own hand." And I remember thinking, you know, if I'm going to be paralyzed, I I got to figure a way out of this. I, I got to figure out a way to end my life. Because there's no way I'm going through this life, not not running marathons and not, you know, doing all the things that I thought identified me as a husband, a father, a man. Right. Think about that, gentlemen, yeah. whoever's listening. Yeah. Have everything taken from your waist down at 30 years old. And, um, you know, I was very chauvinistic. I was I re- I brought in the money. Mama, mama did the laundry and the, the cooking and the rearing yeah. the children. And I did the yard work and the vehicles. Yeah. And now that way of thinking was not going to work anymore. No. I, yeah. So, wow. Cause it, and realistically it was, it all goes back to just a split sure. second decision, split second situation. Damn seatbelt on like, like yeah. really just click right there. And how often, boy, if you're driving around without your seatbelt on, I, I'll tell you right here, you know, this doesn't paralysis could paralysis could never happen to somebody like me. I just was too, I was just too big. I was just too large. You know, I, and 
there it was staring me right in the face. So it, it reminds me of <laughs> reminds me, my old man. I can remember back and, and I probably was 10 years old, maybe less. And they enacted the, the seatbelt law in New York state. And I, and I can remember my old man who was a, a motorhead from way back grease monkey and yep. uh, that no derogatory remark there, just what <laughs> they were called. And yeah, I can remember him saying, I'm never wearing no seatbelt because if the car gets in a bad enough crash, I need to be able to get out. And he spent almost 40 years in the fire service <laughs> and he wasn't, but, and, uh, but over time it became an accepted practice and, and more data and more realization of how it saved lives and so on. Um, so it, it's, and it, it kind of goes back to, it was almost an ego thing for you. Cause you didn't want to get beat by, by the guy in the truck, your, your partner in the truck. Bro, I'm in a wheelchair today because of pride and yeah. ego. Those two things right there is why I'm in a wheelchair today. So you're, you're laying in the hospital bed. You can't sit up. You can't move. Your life is, seems to be ending around you. You want it to end because you don't want to deal with life as, you sure. know, somebody that's paralyzed. Right. Right. No matter how good the parking is, you know, uh, <laughs> you don't want to do that. So right. I, I remember... I remember thinking, okay, this is temporary. This this mm -hmm. is a temporary thing. Mm -hmm. I just got to grind. And if there's anybody else that's suffered a spinal cord injury listening, this will probably resonate, is tomorrow it'll be better. Tomorrow they're going to give me the magic pill. They're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And everything's going to go back to normal. And that never came, man. <sighs> it, you know what I couldn't sit up in ICU uh, is I didn't know how to anymore. So I snapped myself right about here, about four inches above my belly button. Yeah. And instead of snapping like a, a pencil, it, I suffered a T12 compression burst. So my, my back, it, it compressed my vertebrae yep. and it just grenaded in my back. And a piece of the bone went into my spinal cord and that was it. That, that was it, man. Did it do any internal, other internal injuries? No, that's the crazy thing. Wow. We, we had our coffee spilt on us and that was it other than yeah, me flying throughout the cab with all our, our tools and everything. Brett had coffee on him and he was fine. And I ended up paralyzed. It, it reminds me, I, I heard the story and I'm not going to get it right by any means because it was a, quite a while ago, but I was listening to Ed Milet's podcast. Oh, yeah. And he had a, a professional um, horse um, rider, I guess. Yeah, equestrian. Equestrian, yeah. And she fell off a horse and broke her neck, I believe. And was was laying in the same thing, laying in the bed, couldn't move, didn't know what to do, feeling sorry for herself, didn't want to go on. And the, it, it was slowly over time, she realized that now it was a challenge just to get up. And then it would be a challenge to walk and walk down. That was, that was her challenge, to walk down the hallway of the hospital so she could go home because she just wanted to go home. Yeah. But they said, you can't go home until you walk down the hallway. She's like, all right, I'm walking down the damn hallway. Bro, wow. <laughs> and did she did it, huh? She did. She's She she ended up recovering. She's, you know, um, she was on Ed's show walking on, on both legs and, and had all her extremities. And it was just an amazing, that was another amazing story to listen to. How I'm pretty sure, and I'm probably messing it up, but because um, I, I can't even remember her name now. But she just went from riding horses and being an equestrian to... I believe breaking her neck. And that was her challenge that if she wanted to go home from that hospital, 
she had to walk down the hallway. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, I was at a little different. So I'm, I'm, so that's what you're describing is an incomplete injury where mine's yeah. a complete injury. Complete, right. Um, all I, I didn't want to go home until I was walking. Okay. I, I begged and pleaded and, yeah. and Hey, I'm not walking yet. You guys haven't done your jobs. You know, they, I'm not healed yet. Why am I, why are you sending me home? Yeah. It's feeling a little more permanent at this point. Right. So yeah, they, I get discharged from LDS hospital. Oh boy. Wow. And it, it gets sent back home. Yeah. And now comes the time where you, you destroy your marriage, you know, because, mm. because mama didn't sign up for this. Mama signed yeah. up for the six, two, two, 15 guy, you know? Um, right. And so I'll, I'll be held bent if she's, she's going to be, have to settle for this, this, uh, triple, you know? Yeah. Yep. So I said every mean thing I, I, Oh, anything and everything get her to leave me and uh she never did and it, we mm. now this is my high school sweetheart my we've really? been we just celebrated our 27th year together congratulations um, thank you march 10th and fantastic bro she's the i'll tell you what she is the she's the the rod of iron in this whole story oh i thought but i remember telling you know she's she's crying and i'm trying to get her to leave me and um, she said, you know, I didn't marry your legs. I don't care. I love you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, here we are. She's, let's see. Man, we only married seven years when I got hurt. And now we're, we, so 20? 20, 20 years. No, I guess, I guess uh, let's see. Anyway, nine years. But yeah. we've been married longer in a chair. And I'll tell you what, what a good time. What a good time. That's uh, one hell of, hell of a person, you know? Oh. To go, you know what? It's still you. You you may have had this traumatic accident, but it's still you, and I'm here for you. Right. Um, did she ever have one of those moments that she just looked at you and told you, get your oh. shit together and, oh, and knock it off? Oh, bro. Yeah. We don't we don't get a complaint a whole lot around here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just came in a little earlier from doing some yard work and with my sons. I still mow lawn, do things. Anyway, we yeah. Mama bear, you don't get in the way of mama bear because she, she'll tell you where, where things go. But it, you know, she told me she's going to stay with me. She didn't marry my legs. And I found doctors and therapists that mm -hmm. thought maybe, you know, with the, with the right attitude and the right effort, maybe Matt will walk again. And we went to work. You know, I went over to China and did the stem cell thing. That's right. And, and received like 30, you know, what, what was it? 70 million umbilical cord stem cells right into my uh, site where I was hurt. That almost killed me. And oh. uh, they've come a long way with stem cells since, but yeah. you know, when, when something as precious as walking your legs and, and everything that goes with that is taken from you, mm -hmm. you, you'd give anything like literally damn near anything to, to uh, get that back. Yeah. And I took it right to the edge, man. I did. I took it right to the edge. So yeah, traveled a little while trying to regain the ability to walk. Um, not from not for me, but I mean not for my my wife or my kids. Because come to find out, I was the dad that would fly in for on vacations and then fly back out because mm -hmm. I, I was always chasing money mm -hmm. and um, missing ball games or piano recitals or or whatever else because money was more important because that was my job and. Uh, I tell you what, since then I have not missed a ball game. 
I've not missed a piano recital. I mm -hmm. like you really get dialed in into what's really important in life and what's not. And you get dialed into embracing the grind, embracing the how hard life really is and how hard life really is for all of us. Yeah. Um, but if it, I mean, we, if we were on top all day, every day, boy, wouldn't, that, that, wouldn't that get boring? If I went out to sure. shoot golf and, and I, I knew I was going to par every hole, how boring, man. Mm -hmm. The are like you take the 90 the the, the 90s bulls dude those guys grind it can you imagine being in some of those practices and, and then winning a championship i mean that's 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 what makes it the, all the sacrifice that's what makes everything worth it and yeah. so you gotta and you, you got to really lean into and embrace the grind yeah. if you're not enjoying the grind then how in the hell are you going to to enjoy it when you're on top of the world dude. yeah for sure because I think that, you know, you can, you can float and have some successes and just kind of go with it. And without that motivation, I kind of go into that next, the next level, that next step, that next success or victory. You know, I, I, I truly believe as human beings, we're all competitive. Oh, yes. And if it's with ourselves or with other people or, you know, whatever. So if you're not competing with yourself to get better, to do something better, to be, you know, whatever, um, it's, it's really kind of empty. And, and I've, I've, I've been talking like that for a number of years because, you know, I, like everybody else, you go through a hard time, you go through a dark period, a winter season, so to say. And, um, it's coming out of that when you get those moments of, yep, that's why. And this, when did you have the moment of acceptance though, of, of you were going to be like this for forever, really? To, but to, to be quite honest, it wasn't until maybe uh, two years ago, two or three years ago, where I finally was okay with being in a wheelchair. Um, and I'm okay with spending the rest of my life in a wheelchair. And here's one thing that I would encourage anyone, anyone and everyone listening. Love yourself. I yeah. love being Matt Blanchard. I do. Yes. I love it, bro. Like anywhere I go, I, I get... I get have everybody looking at me or I'm looking at everybody and I give them a smile and then the whole world smiles back at me. Like it is not a complex uh, equation. Make eye contact and smile. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. It, it's, it's man, it's all mindset, isn't it? It's yeah. all absolute mindset. And, per and when I, like I was talking about my dark pair, my winter season, if you, I was the most miserable person you ever walked across in your entire life. If you asked me how I was doing, it was terrible. Everything's terrible. And then the light bulb started going on. I had some great positive life changes. And now if you walk by me down the sidewalk and ask me how I'm doing, fantastic. Every day is fan. Just the other day, somebody asked me, how are you doing? I go, fantastic. Oh, really? You having that great of a day? Every day is fantastic. Damn right. Damn uh, right. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's that whole, dude, you're an absolute inspiration. I swear to God. Um, yeah, well, well, thanks. You know, it's it's crazy. I became an addict through this whole thing. Um, never touched a drug in my life until I got in an accident, got addicted to opiates. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's part of the story where, bro, because in true, and not to knock the medical profession, but you have pain or you might have pain. So we'll give you painkillers. Amen. Amen, man. And I'll tell you what, I got my physician, my physician that, that I've been with since day one, as well as his name is Dr. Stephen Clark. Love that man. 
and um, he uh, he's learned a lot through his, his practice, through what we've gone through, and he's changed his practice. Mm-hmm. And the same with me. I there's a time and a place for pain medication. Sure. In my opinion, you shouldn't leave the hospital with pain medication. Yeah. If you go through a major surgery or something, this, that, and the other, great. Yeah. But you get. But I mean, my pops had his kidney out, and he's a marine. Uh, he didn't take a pain med. Um, no, I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's just it's a mindset that yeah. even pain. How can you how can you appreciate pain free if you don't lean into the pain if you're always running from yes. pain? Yes. So yep. like your, your winter season, bro. Like if 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 it was just taken from you and all now it's sunshine and rainbows. Sunshine and rainbows gets pretty old. Sure. And, and it's so stim. Sunshine and rainbows are so stimulating a lot of the times. It's probably going to wear us out. Yeah. We need we need downtime. We need yep the grind. We yep. we need challenges. And anybody that doesn't have them, and we all have them. Sure. But anybody running from your challenge, don't run from it. Learn from it. Yes. Don't run from it. Learn from it. Hundred percent. Um. Now. Here's here's the part where it gets interesting because and, and maybe I'm missing some parts of, of, of your story, but the man here sitting in this wheelchair not only gets into one hellacious crash yeah. and bends himself in half and and, be, and becomes paralyzed, he gets in a second one a number of years. How many years were in between the crashes? Let's see. Uh, 15 years. 15 years of grinding jace i'm trying jace i okay all i want to do is walk all i want to do is walk right one little girl one and what do dads do jace when their little girls grow up oh yeah they gotta what'd you say you said you 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 wanted to be able to walk your daughter down the aisle damn right yep yes and so that's what we did man and we she would come to therapies and we'd practice walking down these stairs and we practice yeah. walking and I'd trip her up this night. Well, anyway, we got to where we're dialed in, man. Dad's yeah. going to be able to roll over these stairs and she's going to help lift me up to a stand and we're going to come down the stairs and it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And that was, uh, let's see, she got married September 25th of 2021. Well, seven months earlier, I'm cruising down, I'm cruising down I-15, 80 miles an hour, 930 at night and out of nowhere, something hits me and and i had i didn't see and uh truck starts on fire it shoves me down i'm trapped in the truck um i broke my i break my back again um paralyzed again so all that forearm gone just like 15 years man oh 15 years of the grind and um sitting there in that truck my truck starts on fire i'm trapped in the truck the truck's on fire and I'm thinking, oh my hell, I'm gonna burn to death. I can't I burn to death. And so what happened is a lady, she's coming back from uh, Vegas, and she was intoxicated. She jumped the median and cracked me at 120 miles an hour. Yeah. So 200 oh, mile an hour impact, impacted all, all in all. And she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. I was this time. <laughs> she didn't end up end up making it, unfortunately. Oh. And I ended up losing everything. And there was a passerby that had a freaking fire extinguisher in their in their truck. Go put puts the uh, fire out on my truck and just stayed with me. 
I think it, it took a little over two hours again to cut me out because the lady that had hit me, they were working on her and trying to get her cut out of her vehicle because it didn't kill her instantly. And, and so anyway, when, when they finally cut her out of the car, she'd passed away. But if you can picture it, you've, you've got two semi trucks, 930 at night, headlights shining down I-15. And then you've got my truck on the, uh, the uh, slow lane shoulder her car on the fast lane shoulder, and then life light parked right in the middle of I-15, rotors shut down while they're cutting us out of, the, out of our cars. So again, for the second time in my life, are you kidding me? Uh, and, and I said this to you on the phone when we first talked, I've been in the fire service 25 years. I've been to some hellacious crashes. Never once was the same victim in the same, in, in two different crashes, ever once. And, and the, the fact that, it, it don't did you uh, when it was all said and done did you think so oh, man I, if i didn't have bad luck i'd have no luck at all sure. uh, you know how many times i've said that that's why i don't gamble <laughs> i do not gamble period <laughs> uh, because if yeah if there wasn't bad luck i wouldn't have any luck at all but uh, oh. yeah it's i didn't know this at the time but at the, the during the second accident so i broke my back again the first the first break was a t12 compression burst Mm-hmm. This break was an L4 compression burst. And then I broke both hips and then my my uh, shin, my tib and fib on my left leg, that comp- compound fracture didn't come out. Um, I, I, I remember they're starting to cut me out of my truck. Yep. And I say, hey, I'm paralyzed. And everybody just stopped what they're doing. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm looking for my wheelchair. I was paralyzed before this. And even <laughs> right then, these guys are just, are you kidding me? Uh and they start bringing me pieces of my wheelchair here and everywhere. And uh, anyway, we kind of joked around and laughed about it. Uh, <laughs> dude, it, it, here's, here's the crazy thing. So they cut me out of the truck. I was on the phone with my friend when the, the, the whole accident happened. He called my wife, said, hey, Matt's been in another accident. Don't know what happened. He was on the phone with him. And my wife starts coming down the canyon to, to where the, the accident happened. They come me out of the car, get me on the gurney. They're loading me into the, the helicopter, and she's about 40 yards away. She, she comes down the shoulder. They stop her. Hey, that's my husband. She gets literally to where the front of those semi-trucks are, and they can, they're loading me into the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And she almost got to me before she sees this helicopter lift off with her husband in it going yeah. back to the hospital. Oh. And, you know, so, so it's, again, for as much as I've been through – the mental, I mean, wow. So she turned back around and went to the hospital and, and there we were again. There going right through more surgeries again. First Crazy. time around, you break your middle back. The second time around, you break your lower back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. So, but I'm a bit, Ed Milet, right? You know, we talked about a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he, he, he's, you know, life happens for you, not to you. Yes. And I believe life happens to victims. Like I didn't have any control of that. It's just da 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 da, mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, I think ha- life happens for victors, mm-hmm. and things things happen for you. And yeah. it's it's up to you how you're going to attack that. Whether you're the victim, or whether you're like, okay, what's my lesson to learn? Right. Let's go. Whether it's a divorce, okay, am I going to be as the same jackass again to my next wife? Yes. Expect a different a different result. Yep. Or am I going to learn from that and not be, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Anything, anything with that, I, I, 
I think it's really important. Ac accountability is, is huge, huge, huge. Don't make excuses. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just take so, your problems and hit them on head, head first. So just to go back to the, the, so you end up back in the hospital, you're, you're broken again. You know, what, what's the thought process now? Is it, uh, uh, I'm going to overcome this too, or is it, uh, this, this whole thing just wiped out, you know, 15 years of, of hard work. Okay. So, um, I would bust it up so badly. I didn't know how badly mm. like, cause I wasn't allowed to put weight through anything cause I, I was so broken. So yeah. I didn't know at that point that I couldn't stand up anymore. Or I couldn't walk anymore with form crutches. So um, that was all to come in therapy. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, oh my gosh, I can't feel that now where I used to feel. And I can't move that now where I used to be able to move that. And um, it, everything for a reason, do mm -hmm. everything for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that I wasn't able to walk my daughter down the aisle, I, but what I, what did happen, which was special, special, special is my oldest son, who's 25. He was, he walked her down the aisle and walked her to me. Oh, he handed her off to me, bro. Oh, and, fabulous. and I just had a moment and I twirled her around and it was just she and I. Yeah. And, and then when we were ready, I, passed her off to her, her husband, who I absolutely love. And so without the second accident, it doesn't go out like that. Maybe I trip her, maybe she goes into the pond or right, right. Know, who knows how, who knows what happens, but yeah, yeah, it, it happened and it was beautiful. It was yeah. absolutely beautiful and wouldn't, it, it wouldn't take it back. And here's another thing too. If God were to were come through that door right now and say, yo, listen, with Jason watching, I will, uh, I'll heal you. I'll give you everything, but all the relationships and all you've learned over the past 16 years, I got to mm -hmm. take that. That's easy. That's no brainer, man. That's easy. No, well, I'm staying in the chair. And you know, it's, it's truly amazing how, you know, these, it's just dominoes. It's it really, it's just dominoes and dominoes. Yeah. Um, and it's getting to the end of the dominoes and, and not have any regrets. And that's truly how I, I feel about that. Um, and, you know, taking, taking what you, you got in front of you and, and making the best of it, you know, you weren't able to walk your daughter down the aisle, but you, you got to be at the end of the aisle when she got there and Amen. got to participate. Amen. And I'm sure that meant just as much to her then based on the fact of what you had been through. You know, hey, can you imagine yeah. uh, not having dad? Dude, wow, you're yeah. gonna make me cry. stop it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, it's getting hot, and my eyes are gonna sweat, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, can you imagine missing something like that? Um, so yeah, yeah it, it's a gift, it, and every breath I take is a gift, and I know this. Yeah, and uh, in that second accident, I was, I wouldn't say it was a near death experience, I didn't see anything. Um, I felt some things yeah. and I got complacent. I was working uh, at the hospital, uh, teaching anatomy over at the university and I was not reaching my full potential. I was not doing what I was put on this earth to do. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, you call it whatever you want to call it, but yeah. whatever that was shook me and said, 
you are not getting her done. You got to get her done. Nice. And, and thank, thank the Lord gave me another shot at it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of that, what are you up to now? What, what does Matt Blanchard consume his days with? <laughs> so I've got, I've got this new brand I inspire. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a public speaker. So I, I go everywhere from universities all the way down to elementary schools. Okay. And we talk about like in elementary schools, we talk about seat belt, seat belt safety. And we, mm-hmm. we, you know, and up at the university level, we talk about drug addiction and surround yourself with people who give you an opportunity to be successful and accountability and stop blaming. And I mean, the, and everywhere in between, because a, a principle is a principle. Doesn't yeah. matter what you say or do. Yeah. I've been, I've been given the gift of paralysis that has allowed me to tell a story to get people emotionally involved or, and then I attach a principle to it and mm. boy, that principle flat sticks. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so I do that. Um, I still teach anatomy over at Dixie state university and, and then I am a mentor over at the hospital now. So if like if a trauma one or a, any type of spinal cord injury or anyone who suffers any type of deficit, uh, comes in, I'll, they'll bring me in and be like, Hey, I do everything, Jace. I, I snow ski, I wakeboard or wake surf. I jump off of cliffs. I dude, I live. Weren't, weren't you going to compete against Trevor and in, in bowling? Oh, bro. I will work. Trevor. In fact, we haven't played yet. I'm just a little fib right here, but it, uh, I was hoping Trevor's watching or listening. Right. I'm going to work Trevor in bowling. Okay. I'm done right now. I am going to work him. Oh, that's, I, th- cause I think you just did a post the other day on Instagram on bowling. And when I saw yeah. that, I'm like, I wonder if he ever got around to playing, tre- playing Trevor and bowling. I haven't yet, but it, it's coming. See, cause he saw that post too. And yeah. like Trev, see, and he won't even respond to me. He doesn't <laughs> want to smoke, man. He doesn't he want none of that. <laughs> that's great. Now you have a foundation too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So my foundation, it's um, a nonprofit called today's first step. Mm-hmm. And what that foundation does is provides uh, trips or let's, let's say um, you need a, a wheelchair. Yeah. Well, my foundation will provide a wheelchair for you or hand controls on a vehicle or um, from anything in between. Because today's first step looks different for Jace than it does for Matt. Yeah. So whatever your first step is today, whether that is literally rolling over to the other side, or because there's there were times, man, where I couldn't roll over, like mm. like physically couldn't roll over, right? Mentally couldn't roll over, right? In a very dark place. Um, so whatever today's first step looks like for each individual, that's what my foundation does. It provides hope to hopeless situations. That's awesome. Fantastic. So, I could, I think I could sit here and talk to you for about an hour and a half, but I want to be, I want to be mindful of your time because it's getting close to the end of the day there in, in Utah. But um, yeah, this is just truly inspiring. Um, you provide a message of, of hope, like you said, and, and overcoming some extreme, extreme odds. Um, and, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show. So I really appreciate you joining me here today. What's the best way for people to, to connect with you? Oh yeah. If you can reach out to me on my Instagram, it's Maddie Blanche three uh, on my IG or email me at Maddie Blanche three at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and then get a hold of me and I, I travel the nation speaking 
Mm -hmm. Love doing it. I promise you, you'll get uh, you'll get tools immediately that you can implement implement immediately that will change your life today. That's phenomenal, yeah. Matt. Thank you again. Truly an amazing story. Um, everything I expected and then some. Um, but I, I really appreciate you, you coming on on the podcast and, and talking with me today. Thanks, brother. I was my I, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate more than you know. Absolutely. All right, guys. With that, I hope that everybody enjoyed this. Please leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Reach out to Matt if there's anything you know he can help you with. I'd be happy to put you in connection with Matt if, if you can't seem to find him on, on uh, IG. Uh, but with that, everybody, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and have a good day. Thanks, Jace.